Welcome to Church of the Palms. My name is Chuck Fulton. I'm an elder here at the congregation. Christ is risen. Let us rejoice and be glad. And now as we prepare for worship, let us bow our heads in prayer. Let us pray. God of mercy, we no longer look for Jesus among the dead, for he is alive and has become the Lord of life. From the waters of death you raise us with him and renew your gift of life within us. Increase in our minds and hearts the risen life we share with Christ and help us to grow as your people toward the fullness of eternal life with you. Through Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now as we worship together, may our hearts receive his Holy Spirit, our ears listen to his word, and our voices be raised in praise to Almighty God.
Please stand for a call to worship. Shall we fear? One thing have we asked of the Lord, to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. By God's grace in Jesus' resurrection, we are given that gift of life eternal, for we have seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let us worship God.
Compassion and forgiveness belong to the Lord our God, though we have rebelled against him. So let us acknowledge our failure and disobedience, renounce our willfulness, and seek his mercy by confessing our sins and returning to the Lord with penitence and faith. Holy and merciful God, we confess to you and to one another and to the whole communion of saints in heaven and earth that we have sinned by our own fault in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and but what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have not forgiven others as we have been forgiven. Have mercy on us, O God. We confess to you, O God, all our past unfaithfulness, the pride, hypocrisy, and impatience in our lives. We confess to you, O God, in Jesus' name, amen. Our God fulfills his promises and is true to his word because Christ died for us and because we have confessed our sins, God has forgiven us. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. <laughs> still live in the Easter joy by affirming our faith through the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let's just enjoy each other in a moment of greeting. Good morning. Good morning to worship on this Easter season. Uh, welcome to worship at Church of the Palms here in the sanctuary as well as on the television. And we are glad that you are here. We have some announcements. On April 5th, we're going to have Rock and Roll Heart with Jesus. All about it is on page nine. And April 6th, we will have a spaghetti dinner 
Um, our Childhood Education Center is hosting us in the Campus Center at 5 o'clock until 6.30. The special program is showcasing the talents of pre-kindergarten class. And April 8, from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30, is Donuts for Doughboys PW event. If you're a Presbyterian woman, you are invited. If you're a friend, you're invited. I don't know about the man. <laughs> and Bulletin has the details also. On April 17th at 3 p.m. is a night of violin magic in the sanctuary right here. Our very own Jonathan Spivey is going to be accompanying Sarasota Orchestra, so it's going to be a great treat. If you don't have a ticket, please start buying online or in the church office. April 24 at 4 o'clock is Sarasota Young Voices will close their ninth season in this sanctuary. Um, it is a free concert. You had a taste of it. Um, Daphne had played earlier. So that's all the announcements I have. Are there any other joys or concerns that I didn't mention? If not, let us continue to worship God. Let us join together as we pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your resurrection power. We still live in it as a week has passed since we celebrated your rising from the dead. <clears throat> and we pray that you'll let that power continue to drive our lives and help us to live in your spirit as we look ahead. Thank you for the hope that is in Christ as a result of your rising from the dead. We think especially of people who have lost their loved ones and they grieve, but as Paul says, they grieve without hope. But we have hope and we thank you that we look forward to your eternal glory. We thank you for those who have been faithful to our church down through the last uh, years. Thank you for the wonderful uh, outpouring of blessing in the uh, Open Palms commitment. We thank you for your goodness to us. As we look ahead, we look ahead with arms and open palms of faith. We thank you that you are our Lord and our Savior and we are grateful for the privilege of serving you. Now help us to translate that not only into works of service, but in our relationships with each other as we carry each other's burdens, as we lift in prayer those who are in need, those who need our support. We pray that this service will be a real blessing and as we share in the holy elements that you will bless us in a special way because we know that your death is not the end, but the beginning. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. And we pray this in the name of our Lord, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now we invite the ushers to come forward as together we celebrate in the giving of tithes and offerings.
Let us pray. O Lord, giver of life and source of freedom, we know that all we have received is from your hand. Gracious and loving Father, you call us to be stewards of your abundance, the caretakers of all you have entrusted to us. Help us to always use your gifts wisely and teach us to share them generously. Send the Holy Spirit to work through us, bringing your message to those we serve. May our faithful stewardship bear witness to the love of Jesus Christ in our lives. We pray with grateful hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated, and now we invite Carol and the children to come forward for the children's moment. They came out from somewhere. I thought there was nobody in here. <laughs> so if you guys are like my kids, you're going to want to know what's in this book because my kids love this book. It's filled with all sorts of crazy and amazing things. Has anyone ever seen this book? Ripley's Believe It or Not. And um, so John Ripley was this guy, and he was a collector of strange and amazing information. Come on over here, Maddie. And um, so he created this thing, and he put it in the comic book. He put it in the newspaper, and people loved it. They wanted to know what was in it. And then pretty soon, he started making a book, and he was on the radio. And then now, they've got these Ripley's Believe It or Not museums all over. So here's a little bit of what, what you would find in this book. There's a girl in this book um, who can swing 68 hula hoops on her body at one time. Pretty crazy, huh? There's a guy, I think his name's John, James Cook. He had a chicken, he had a chicken, and that chicken laid a perfectly square egg. Can you believe that? I don't know, I've seen a brown egg, I've seen a white egg, I've seen speckled eggs, but I've never seen a square, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> anyway, I think I'd have to see that to believe it. Actually, in this book, I found a picture of a cat that grew wings. Isn't that crazy? So do you believe it? It's true. Actually, it's in the book. Well, I'm going to tell you about another amazing story. And it happened, and it, and it comes from this book, the Bible. And it actually happened. It was a real story. And some people have a hard time believing it, though. So it was the Sunday after the resurrection, uh, actually it was a Sunday after Jesus was crucified, dead, and put in the tomb when he, was, when he died. And the disciples were gathered together in a locked room. You see, it was just after they had found out that Jesus had raised from the dead. And that was really crazy and interesting, kind of amazing news. And they were, they were a little, it was kind of hard to believe. You see, they were in a locked room because they were afraid. They were afraid of what Jesus' enemies might do to them. So even though they were, the Bible says, even though they were behind locked doors, Jesus came in and stood beside the disciples and said, Peace be with you. When the disciples saw Jesus, they were so happy because they saw him. He was free. But, you know, do you, think that they, do you think that they thought he was really for real? I don't know. You see, that whole resurrection thing, Jesus being dead and then him being alive again, they were a little confused. And even though they were talking to him and they could see him and he was with them, they kind of thought maybe that he was a ghost. Jesus said to them, why are you afraid of me and why do you have doubts? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can touch me. He says, a ghost doesn't have flesh and bones like I do. And then Jesus asked them if they had anything to eat. Well, the disciples gave him a piece of fish, and Jesus ate the fish just to prove that he wasn't a ghost, because ghosts don't really eat food, do they? So Jesus hung out with them. He taught them. He hung out with them for, it says in the Bible that he was on earth after he was raised again for 40 whole days. He, he was there, and he was teaching them all about the kingdom of God. In fact, he promised them that he would send them a special gift when he left to be in heaven. He would send them a special gift that he, they would have to wait for. 
It was going to be the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit is just like him being here with us, right next to us. Even though we can't see him, he's there to help us teach others how to love each other and how Jesus taught us to love each other and just how much we love Jesus. Can we see the Holy Spirit? Not always, no. But do we believe it? Yeah, we believe it because we have it. Jesus did send proof to his disciples. They saw it. They saw and they knew that he was the one true God. The proof is here. The proof is here. We are called to believe it. Even though we didn't see it, we're called to believe it. That's what faith is. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you sent your Holy Spirit to be with us. Help us to show others just how to love you, Jesus. Amen. Our gospel lesson today, our New Testament lesson today comes from the book of Acts, chapter 1, the first 12 verses. Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. Let us hear God's word to us. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over the course of 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This he said, is what you have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus replied, it is not for you to know the times of periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. <clears throat> May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock, and our Redeemer. Amen. When I was in college, I went on an evangelism trip to two villages in a remote non-Christian part of Northeast India. In each village, we set up camp. In the Gospel according to Mark chapter 6, verses 7 through 13, Jesus sent out his disciples two by two to live with people where they were welcomed. Like the disciples, we went and lived in villages where they welcomed us. At their invitation, we ate with them. Some of us, not me, worked in the fields with them. While eating and working, we shared the gospel in response to their questions about why we were there among them. In the late afternoons, we played soccer with the children and youngsters. I was there, one of those who played. We invited the whole village to come to an event each night after dinner onto the soccer field. 
There we held a short devotional with the missionary giving a brief message in their language. He also had translated hymns and songs in their language, which we taught them. There was some food, and not good food at all. Like my own Mizo people, they were terrible cooks, and they cooked everything to death. And then there was drum music, and that's part of why to this day I really love drum music and go to Siasta Key on Sunday evenings to hear them. And there was light from pressure lanterns that we have taken with us as gifts to them that were held up high by the men, take, men taking turns holding them up. Later in the night, the villagers invited us to dance in circle dances with them. We danced and danced. They put a huge bucket, bigger than this, of young rice wine in the center with dozens of bamboo straws stuck in it. So we dance around this big thing of wine. During the dance, whenever anyone got thirsty, they went and drank some wine through a straw. Remember, they were not Christian yet. They know how to have a good time. So I am a Mizo, as most of you know by now. Uh, we good Mizo Christians were not supposed to drink the wine be uh, because in those days the church had a rule that even a drop of alcohol on your tongue gets you um, excommunicated from the church. However, we were in their culture and we were their guests, so we of course had to be polite and drink the wine. The happier the villagers get, the happier we got. Witnessing can be such a sacrifice. In all of this, really, in everything we did, we were being witnesses to the gospel. We were all witnessing with our own stories of how faith in Jesus Christ made us who we are. We were witnessing when we were receiving hospitality and when we were giving hospitality. We also were witnessing in the work we did and the songs we sang and the soccer we played. We were witnesses by dancing with them and also by drinking their wine with them. All of us on the team knew the resurrection story of our own lives. We had been Easter people from our childhood. We were witnesses to living as Easter people. It was the sharing of great joy. We celebrated Easter or the resurrection of Jesus from the dead last Sunday. The book of Acts in the Bible begins with the disciples being shocked by the very event of Jesus' resurrection. They were caught in a story out of human control and moving too fast for human understanding. Something utterly new had happened to them. Jesus was resurrected. Think of it. The Jesus they saw crucified has risen. The Jesus they buried is now walking. The Jesus they bought they thought was gone forever is now the one with whom they can eat and talk. And the Jesus that was dead is now alive. When Jesus leads the disciples out of Jerusalem to Bethpage, they wonder if this is the time Jesus will establish his kingdom on earth. Jesus tells them it is not for them to know the timing of God's actions. Instead, Jesus says to them, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This is the last time the disciples hear Jesus speak in person to them. It also marks the beginning of their lives as witnesses to Jesus' lives life, death, and resurrection. They hear the words of Jesus charging them to be his witnesses, but in their shock they are immobilized, and the immobilization is heightened when Jesus disappears in a cloud into heaven. 
stunned. They stand there looking up into the empty sky. Two men in white appeared and promised the disciples that Jesus will return the way he left. As people who had seen the risen Christ, they were now witnesses, like it or not. Perhaps they had a choice as to whether they would be good or bad witnesses, willing or reluctant witnesses, but witnesses they were. Today, while we have not seen the risen Jesus with our own eyes, we experienced Jesus as our living Savior. In knowing Jesus and in believing in the resurrection, we experienced the depth of God's love and the transformation of our own lives. To believe in the resurrection is to be transformed. In the transformation, we also become witnesses to Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, just the same way the disciples were. We are Easter people. Easter is not a day. It is a season. In fact, it is not only a season. It is a way of life for us Christians. We can witness with words expressing God's grace we have received to others. But witnessing is not just a matter of speeches. We can also witness nowadays by acts of mercy, walking with others in time of trouble. We can witness by teaching and by loving the unlovely. We can witness by standing for justice and worshiping. We can witness by celebrating with other people in their triumphs of life. We can witness by rearing our children in the faith and coming to this we called the Lord's table. The good news for the world is that the disciples did become witnesses to the resurrection. They were witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. They did go and be with other people. Modeling after the disciples, my group went to share in the life of those villagers. We are the proof of the faithful witness of disciples to the ends of the earth. So here is the good news for us today in Sarasota. God wants us to live in joyful response to the resurrection. By virtue of our belief and faith in Jesus' resurrection, we are made Christ's ambassadors. We are elevated to a high and holy identity. We are the Easter people. We are the witnesses to Christ's resurrection. Thanks be to God. Amen. Friends, Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. So here we are, and Jesus is among us. He also said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you who hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and eat with you and you with me. So here we are, 
the guest of Jesus our Lord to this table. This is not a Presbyterian table, this is the table of our Lord. And all those who are baptized and all those who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior are welcome to this table. And in the night of his arrest, our Lord Jesus took bread after giving thanks to God. He broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body broken for you. Every time you do this, do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, Jesus also took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant sealed in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you drink of it, do this in remembrance of me. So friends, every time we eat this bread and we drink of this cup, we proclaim the death of our risen Lord until he comes again and he will come again. Let us pray. Our most gracious and loving God, it is truly our greatest joy to give you thanks and praise. In the joy of this Easter season, we come to this table celebrating your gift of our new life. As we come, we pray for all those who are in need of your presence, love and grace this day. Heal those who are ill, calm those who are angry and afraid, bless those who are poor, and comfort those who grieve. Guide those who are powerful, protect those who defend us. Bless the ministries of this church and that we might faithfully share the gospel in word and deed in Sarasota and all the way to the ends of the earth. Gracious God, now pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these your gift of bread and wine, that the bread we break in the cup we bless may be the communion of the body and blood of Christ. We ask this in the name of our risen Lord. Amen. Now Jesus took bread.
Gracious God, we thank you that in this sacrament you assure us of your goodness and love. Accept our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving and help us to grow in love and obedience that we may serve you in the world and finally be brought to that table where all your saints feast with you forever. Father, we offer ourselves to you as a living sacrifice through Jesus Christ our Lord. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work for your praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now go in peace, remembering that you are Easter people and witnesses to the good news of the gospel near and far every day, all through the day, each day. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen.